Welcome to the Spurs 9501 podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Everybody, welcome back to the Spurs 9501 podcast. This is a post-match reaction with me, Ray, in London and Cam in Georgia. Uh, how are you doing, Cam, after that performance by Tottenham? I don't know, man. I'm really very confused, I would say. Confused, dazed and upset. Okay, let me quickly, very quickly ask you about the the um, the lineup. Kulusevski coming back in. What did you think about that? I mean, judging from his past performances, I think it's absolutely a ridiculous decision, and it's back to me of one of of uh, a team which has just run out of ideas. I mean, really run out of ideas. You're at Liverpool. You're playing one of the toughest teams. You could see Son and Kane beginning to get some of their old mojo back. So you know what? How do you wreck it? Put in Kulusevski, who's absolutely hopeless, and see how much he can actually break up more of our chances of getting anything out of this game. And that's exactly what happened, unfortunately. What do you think? No, I think you're right. I don't know why Kulusevski has come back. He's not done anything in the last few games to warrant an inclusion. But let me ask you, um, what, what, what were your thoughts in the beginning when we went, you know, first for the first goal, again, Pedro Porro nowhere to be seen. This guy is just bringing the lack of defending. I mean, going forward is really good, but defending-wise, he's just zero, isn't he? He cannot defend to save his life, Cam. I mean, I think, you know, <clears throat> one of the things we've always said, Ray, all, all along, as you know, is that if a team's having a bad time, where do, who do you want to play? You want to play the Spurs, of course, because, you know, you'll get chances like we did. I mean, Liverpool's had, <coughs> excuse me, the worst season they've had in what, since last 10, 15, 20 years, maybe? You know, they were suffering, they were bad, they were, you know, difficult to get into the top 10, but they knew they were coming to Spurs, didn't they? I mean, those first two, well, all three goals were basic schoolboy errors. Again, a team where defending is optional. I mean, all of them staring at the ball, the space that Curtis Jones had, it felt to me as if when anyone looked at it, the only way he could have that kind of space if he was way offside. But he was way onside because they weren't even, they didn't even understand the basics tenants of defending in football. I've never seen anything like it. I don't believe that even uh, Southampton, who are at the bottom of the table, or any team in the in the um, championship would defend like that. I just don't believe it. That's, that's what you get at Spurs now, playing against Spurs. But what do you think about Pedro Porro's defending? I know you had some harsh things to say about him, but this is basic. He's a professional footballer, for God's sake. You, you know, know what? Sword, keep an eye on the guy you're meant to be marking. Yes, but one thing I heard, Ray, and I'd like to hear your views on this too, is what they basically very clearly said, everybody says today, you know, the first 35, 40 minutes of that game, you can't pick anybody and blame them because they were all equally hopeless. Every single player was equally hopeless, who don't care, just gave up, um, decided it was some blaming, looking around, blaming everyone else, absolutely disinterested. It was, you know, they were waiting... For another four or five goals from the yeah, I mean, when we went three 0 down in 15, 20 minutes, whatever it was called, here no, we wait, go again. Have some more. Come and have some more. Liverpool, which shows how what weak team they are mentally, actually gave up. I felt after that they just like went right off, and then Spurs had no choice but to be stuck with the ball and move forward. And then you know, obviously, you get Kane and and Son in those positions, they're going to do something, you know, but. There was nobody else there. There was absolutely nobody else playing. And Kulusevsky's selfish play, selfish, selfish play, uh, when we could have made it 3-2, uh, yeah. 
which are absolutely disgraceful and disgusting. I've never seen anything like it. When your team is suffering like that, so far down, right? To play like you might do that when we're four 0 up, but to do that when we're three one down against Liverpool is unforgivable. This is exactly what Conte meant when he said the players are selfish. He should have squared it to Kane. It was an open goal for Kane. He didn't square it. This is what Conte meant, isn't it? Exactly what he meant. Exactly what he meant, and not just that. I mean, it was just absolute. It was he wasn't playing in a team. They were all none of them were playing as a team. Uh, we'll talk about the second half later, but nobody was playing as a team. That wasn't a team. That was just a bunch of selfish brats running around the field, being overpaid and abusing us fans. That's all it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So three nil down again. You know, the second goal again, crossing Romero didn't get to Diaz. The third goal, definitely penalty, wasn't it, Cam? Well, I mean, you're at Liverpool, you're at Anfield, but there's even a slight chance of getting it, you're going to get it. I mean, you know, um, so the refereeing decisions today were just disgraceful overall. Yeah, let's talk, we'll talk about the refereeing decisions, but we uh, were 3-0 down, and before we were 3-0 down, we could have had a chance to go to 3-1, wasn't it? Didn't we have another chance before Kane actually scored? Yes. Where Son yeah. got it kicked, over the, kicked off the line by Van Dijk, I think, didn't he? Yes. I mean, look, we had, a, I think, on the balance of chances, we had more chances. We should have been, probably the game could have finished 6-4, you know? If Kulisewski, if, if, if Son hadn't hit the post a couple of times, I think we hit the, 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 the uprights at least twice. Um, we had the chances galore in this game. Uh, chances that we couldn't believe they were giving us because they're a pretty bad team. Um, and we had handed them the game already. And there we are thinking, why are we getting all these chances? That's what it felt like to me. It didn't feel like a team that believed that they could score. Because Kane was straight through, as you said earlier on. And he looked like any other time Kane would have just slotted that in the, in the net. And he slid it across, a poor pass to Son, who just missed it by literally by a couple of inches. But normally you'd expect Kane to take that in his stride, wouldn't you? But the, the thing is, you're absolutely right. It, it takes us to go 3-0 down when we've got nothing to lose. And then we just play with abandon that we can score and all that. We have to go 3-0 down before we can do anything. This is yes. so ridiculous, isn't it, Cam? It's so ridiculous. And it's even more ridiculous when we suddenly realise we've actually got it back to 3-3. So we have to then give them a, a, a goal on a plate. Playing someone like Lucas Moura, who's not played for us for, for over a, nearly over a year. Last time he did, he got a red card, got sent off, lost us those points. Today, he's lost us another point. And Why bring him on? Why bring him on? What is he going to add, for God's sake? Why bring him on? Someone who's totally out of form, totally disinterested, totally doesn't want to play for the club. That's why he, they brought him on. Isn't yeah. that typical Spurs? Yeah. Isn't that the kind of players that will come on? You know, once he says, I don't want to be here, all I want is my money, I'm not signing a new contract, I don't want to play for you. Yeah, put him in the first 11, you fit right in. That's what it felt like. I mean, but you don't you eat, you have to eat, eat a bit of humble pie for Richarlison. When he came on, he, he, he mixed it up a bit, he got the goal. Come on. And then he should have had a penalty when Canate pulled him back. Don't you agree? That was a penalty. The ball came across. Canate pulled him back. That's a definite penalty. Never get that at, uh, no, but that's not the question I'm asking you. Was that a penalty or was that not a penalty? 50-50. Okay. What about the, the uh, Jota boot into Skip? That's 100% a penalty. That was a red card, you mean? I mean, a red card. That's a red card. Then no one red card again, should they? You know, why? What, what, what do you have to do for the red card? Actually, slit their throats. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's, like, he's got six studs on his face. 
I mean, what do they want? What do they want to do? A broken leg? I mean, players have broken legs or not? I mean, what can you say? I mean, it's the most disgraceful. They're not called Liverpool for nothing, you know. Liverpool. Now the thing but, is, somebody, a Liverpool fan said to me that oh, his intent wasn't to do that. I said intent doesn't come into it. Do if you raise it. your boot and you hit, kick somebody in the head, it's a red card. Why was that not given a red card? Because again, I mean, you know, they had so many decisions going in their favour. I mean, even like you said, there was a couple of uh, uh, VAR decisions. Why did VAR not pick this up? Yeah. What is going on here? Why? Why did, was, why did VAR? Why did they not even look at the Canate incident with uh, Richarlison? Why did they not even look at that? So first, before we carry on, I know in a previous video you said Richarlison is the worst signing of all time. Blah 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 blah. But you've got to give him some kudos for getting that header in because. Um, you know, this guy was sticking his boot up there. What's his name? Uh, Nunez. And he put his head in there and he got the equaliser. So, are you going to be eat a bit of humble pie for that or not? That was a pretty scrappy goal, wasn't it? Okay, it went in, didn't it? It went in. And, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I'm really honest with you. I did say maybe today's the day. I mean, how many, how long can a guy go on all season with a number nine on the back of his shirt without mm. ever scoring for Spurs? It's going to happen at some stage. And I was really hoping today it would happen. And I'm just I'm really happy that it has happened. So, yeah, definitely. Ali, whatever. I mean, I don't want the team to lose. I don't want us to be destroyed like we have been. I don't want us to concede, what is it now, 11 or how many, what was it, five, six, one, Four here, 12 goals in three games. Three games, 12 goals in three games, man. I mean, that is embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah, I don't want that to happen, but it is. And, well, at least the, the silver... There was, there's a couple of silver linings I know you're going to talk about, but... Go on, then. Disgraceful. Disgraceful. I think from Tottenham, this was disgraceful because to come back at 3-3 and lose it within 30 seconds or a minute... That is the epitome of Spursy, isn't it? That is the epitome of Spursy. <laughs> 3-0 down, get it back to 3-3, and some jerk from Brazil uh, gives a ball. Oh. It's a good layoff for Jota, actually. Does he get an assist for Jota? On yes, for the assist. You know, a Liverpool player couldn't have played it better than Lucas. No, nobody could have played it better. What the hell was thinking in his mind? Just boot it out of bloody hell, for God's sake. You know what it is? It is typical of the team that doesn't ever... Just what they... they do to us, which is get our hopes up, make us suddenly start to believe for a few minutes, and then destroy you once again. So destroying you to 3-0 in 15 minutes wasn't enough. That wasn't enough to make Spurs fans feel absolutely dejected and disgusted with themselves. They go on, bring it up to 3-3, and suddenly you think, you know what, maybe things aren't as bad, but just to then knock you back down again, because the first time wasn't enough. Yeah, so yeah. that is how we feel as a Spurs fan. Is that It's not even an option of you feeling better. They just want to, The team will find ways to... to, to Take away your soul and your 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 willful living by uh, um, by, by by the it's, it's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. Well, Daniel Levy was in the crowd in the crowd actually, and he should be going, should be leaving, resigning. He's not doing it, Cam. You gave a passionate plea for Levy to go, but he's still there. I mean, can you give yeah, another go passionate plea? All about the money. He's not going to go anywhere. No, he's going nowhere, is he? I mean, now that we got to three three, he would have he would have been under pressure if we'd lost nine 0 Let's face it. But he doesn't care. But Pat, uh, Cam, um, the thing is, you see, uh, we're not going to get uh, top four, definitely. That's definitely. We're not going to get fifth or sixth because I reckon that's going to be Aston Villa, Liverpool. Maybe Brighton will get seventh. So we'll probably finish eighth or ninth, which is great. We won't get any European football. The new manager can come in without European distractions. Levy won't get his European money. So that's good because this guy just wants money, money, money. And maybe he may invest in the club then to get us back into Europe. What do you think? 
what I think is that Brighton have got what three games in hand. Yeah. Um, and Villa are the same games as us. Liverpool have got a game in hand, so they've definitely got fifth. We're out of that. Um, in terms of sixth, Brighton will take sixth. Liverpool, um, knowing our luck, um, we're going to lose to Villa. We're going to lose away to Villa. Yeah, but Villa will think, who wants to be seventh in the conference? Uh, so yeah. worst place you could be will probably uh, end up eighth and we'll end up seventh, which is the worst case scenario, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the worst case scenario, going to the, the, the pits of Europe, small towns, to play crap games on a Thursday night, right? means our season's already over before it started. And this is where we're going, I suppose. I mean, it's, it's you know, the worst case scenario for Tottenham is seventh place, in my view. Yeah, I prefer if we get eight, actually. I don't want any European football. Who wants to play Thursday, Sunday anyway? Exactly. So what about, there's been a lot of talk about Ryan Mason should get the job permanently, shown fight and everything. What do you think about Ryan Mason being given the job? Because we may not get somebody else to come, you know. Nagelsmann sees all this rubbish. He said, I'm not, I don't want part of that. Poch is going to Chelsea. Enrique is not coming. Maybe the only game in town is going to be um, Ryan Mason, Cam. What do you think? Yeah, of course. Why not? I mean, he got us to, what was it, seventh last time? Yeah, he did a great yeah. job. You know, may help us lose the final, got us to seventh. This year might even repeat that and get us to seventh. And that's yeah. basically where we're at. That's Spurs but isn't, isn't this the type of guy that Daniel Levy deserves, though? He deserves uh, this type of manager. Yeah. And this if, is you're not gonna spend, if you're not going to spend any money and you just want to get, you know, Europe, then, you know, this is the guy. Maybe get sixth, seventh or eighth for you. Or seventh to get you into the Europa League or whatever. Yeah, or, or I mean, you know, mid-table mediocrity, then, yeah, let's keep Ryan Mason, keep him going. Keep Dyer at the back, you know? That will guarantee... Oh, yeah, I want you to... I've, I've had your, your rants on the Charleston and Poro. I want you to do a rant now about Eric Dyer. Tell me, this is the worst, worst centre-back in the Premier League. I, I honestly think so. Uh, you think well, he's one of the worst centre-backs I've ever seen. I have to agree with you. I mean, if you've seen a deterioration in a player, in a lack of concentration, a lack of ability to actually move and understand play, actually position himself, he hasn't got any pace. He used to have some technical ability that he could use, but it's all about mental strength. It's like he's switched off. He's already in the pub. He's sitting out there uh, staring at a ghost of himself. I've seen some... This is not defending. He's not defending. He's watching. It's like he's in the crowd. Yeah. It's not even on the field. It's not in the crowd. Every move that he made is a split second, a, couple, a second too late, and it's out of positioning and out of play. Wrong side of the players. Never knows where, he, where he's going. And it's, it's baby stuff. And anyone who watches this will see that even the worst defender in the, in the um, championship or the Premier League yeah. is better than Dyer. And that's exactly, he now epitomizes exactly what is Tottenham Hotspur. It should be called Dyer Hotspurs. We should rename ourselves as Dyer Hotspurs because he epitomizes this club. As but Cam, the rumors going around is that he's going to be offered a new three year contract. Exactly, at Dyer Hotspurs. Because he's, so, this is what the club is. You should be, take that cockerel off, put a face of Dyer on there, and put, change it from uh, to do is to do, instead of to do is to do, put to do is to Dyer. Defending is optional at Dyer Hotspurs. Oh, no, to do is to Dyer. <laughs> to do is to Dyer. There, yeah. there you go. Yeah, there you go. Remember yeah. the so last Cam time you ever heard fans singing his name? I don't think I've ever heard his name. And I think I don't, I'm surprised he doesn't get more stick from the fans because he's absolutely useless. Yeah. And Romero's getting really bra rash. You know, Davies didn't do much. Porro. If you're I've Romero, what do you do? You, you, you're playing with a bunch of uh, no hope. I think he's going to look to move on. Exactly. To move on, they've given up. I mean, 
Richarlison, Romero, Kane, definitely. What do you think is going to happen to Harry Kane? He's not going to renew his contract, is he? Um, Kane's not going to renew his contract, and uh, Kane is probably going to end up somewhere where, uh, um, in our rivals, and we're all going to be sitting here wondering what the hell happened. What would we have done without his 25 goals this season? What would we have done this season if Kane had... I mean, Son's now coming good. Son's coming good, but behind them was a catastrophe. This team is catastrophic. Right, all the way back. This is from... the worst Liverpool team in with in terms of form for a long time. This is the best best chance we had to go and win at Anfield. We're never going to win at Anfield. Worst obviously. Liverpool team playing the worst first team. Yeah. And, you know, what we are very good at is proving to Liverpool one thing, however low and however bad you get, we can beat you at that game. Yeah. We can be worse. And that's what yeah. we proved yeah. today. So, Cam, final thoughts then about um, Crystal Palace. I know we're all fed up with this whole thing. I just want the season to finish, you know. I don't really care what happens anymore. I just... I don't even think they're going to get a decent manager to come in now. What do you think? I said to you when we were looking at this week of games, I said to you of the ten point, uh, the nine points available, we'll be lucky to get one. We were lucky to get one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that we would get such a drubbing when we scored five goals and conceded twelve. Well, I never even I couldn't even imagine it would be that end up twelve five. But I couldn't see where we were winning. Right now, I don't see us beating Villa away. I don't see us necessarily beating Palace away. Um, and, uh, and I'm not even sure we'd beat Brentford. So whatever points we got, let's be thankful that we're not in a relegation. But well, the games we've got at the moment is Palace, Palace at home, Villa away. I'm not sure Brentford at home. I think Brentford's at home, and then Leeds away. So we may get another one point out of those. I'm not sure. We might be, yeah, yeah. I think about three points out more from these games. Probably two, two, three draws max. Yeah. Okay, Cam, final thoughts before we close the podcast. You know. Glad to see that Son got a great goal. Glad to see that Son's making those runs. Glad to see him back to his his form. But yeah. it's a bit, a little bit too late towards the end of the season when the rest of the team have completely imploded and now he's come in form. I mean, little too little too late, sorry. Yeah. But that's one positive. Well, everybody, thank you very much for listening. Remember to comment, like and subscribe. If you want to hear more of Cam's rants, you know, we're going to be giving lots of those before the end of the season. Come on, you Spurs, and let's hope we do well against Crystal Palace. And uh, oh, yeah, speak to you soon. We'll hope, um, look forward to seeing you again. So take care. Come on, you Thank Spurs. You. Come on, you Spurs. You've been listening to the Spurs 9501 podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.